Good afternoon, podcast listeners. This is uh, Paul Raymer, and as always, Brian Brooks with us. What it do? What it do? Wow, that's very excited. Very excited. Comes out firing with a excited. Uh, that's what I intro. do. I bring the business. I mean, not like Mahomes. Mahomes brings, you know, the corporation. I bring the business. I gotcha. Yeah. So obviously you're excited because the Daytona 500 is coming up and that's the seminal event on the sports calendar for you, Brian. Clearly, is that? That is, yeah. When it comes to February, if your mind's not on motorheads, and no, I don't give a shit <laughs> about the Daytona 500. I know I work with a bunch of rednecks. I know like two people who care about the Daytona 500. Yeah. Do you know I, like 150,000 people go to that race? I know. I I just it's, think it's one of those. If you're not in the culture, you don't get it. You I, know, and I don't so, get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. But no, I am excited. First podcast since the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, so before we get into that, just what are you drinking over there? Right. So I've got two rolling options. I made a Sazerac. Made a double Sazerac because uh, you know, made it and then had just the remnants in the bottom of the bottle. And I thought, well, that's silly. So I finished that off. And mm, uh, for the second half of the podcast, I. I pre-staged, I preambled what I'm calling a dirty white Russian. Instead of uh, milk, I used Bailey's for the cream portion. And then instead mm. of regular vodka, I used an espresso vodka. So uh, I've got that on standby. Don't worry about dilution. I've got the ice in a separate little cooler. So when it comes time, I'll put the ice into the drink, give a little swirl, bring the temperature down, and I'll be just fine. So don't you worry. Uh, let's see, this is interesting because I actually, so I did the opposite. So I made, I came in in a rush, but I poured the scotch, put my you know big ice ball in, but then I, I went ahead and I just added some water to it, which I know I'm sure people are going to yell about. Nah, you do whatever I you like want. the dilution, but usually I, I can't drink this. Like I have to let the ice melt before I want to drink the scotch. So now mm, yeah. I can drink it right away. I've already had a couple sips. Do you and know you're in a mean? good place. All I'm, right. I'm happy. It was a smart move. So. Yeah. I, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm enjoying the Sazerac. Uh, looking for, did a little, I'm struggling with figuring out how to do my little, my lemon twist. I don't think I have a good enough uh, peeler, so I, that that might be a new buy. Uh, that might have to happen. A new peeler, yeah. So I, actually, a good peeler. You know, if you, you get a bad one, it can really can really f up a, a nice you know peel on a lemon. Well, so. it it works good on like carrots and cucumbers. I think it just doesn't work good on the lemon rind. So maybe there's a special one. I don't know. Get back to us, podcast listeners. Yeah, let us know what you think. Maybe some some recommendations. You send yeah. us some Amazon links. Hashtag so, right. first first sponsor would be a lemon peeler company. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to why you're excited. All right. I'm excited uh, because I'm 38 years old, and for the first time in my life, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That's I true. Hear, 50 I can years, hear right? the ovation. Well, in 50 years, I can hear the no, ovation man. from the podcast listeners. Here yeah, you go. yeah. Good job, Brian. You did so much for this team. I was. Uh, couldn't have done it without you. That's fair. Um, yeah, uh, that's so. true. I appreciate your acknowledgement. <laughs> so, you know, you watched it at home, right? So, walk, watch me through your viewing experience. What, what, what did? What was your setup? Who was there? Uh, what were you drinking? So it was Miranda and I, uh, mm-hmm. my my now fiance. I guess I should. Oh, like, that's yeah. right. Maybe we should, uh, we should tell. It. I was so excited from the Chiefs that I just went up and, and went out and got a ring and proposed to my right. longtime girlfriend, and we're now engaged. So, so she's had- super happy that the Chiefs won because odds are you would not be engaged now had they not won. Well, so, no, right. I, I no, the, okay, to be serious, no, I obviously would not let sports <laughs> affect that decision making point. In my yes, life. I know. Uh, but- so to answer your question, it was uh, I had the Sunday off. Uh, we went to the grocery store beforehand, 
grocery stores on Sunday at one on Super Bowl Sunday or chaos. That's fine. Uh, to my concernment, uh, all the good queso dip was out. So we had to go with generic cheap brand queso dip, which was garbage. Mm. I would not recommend just go Tostitos queso dip. That's what you need. And, and that was all gone. So, oh, well, moving on. Uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl. I had one buddy come over and 20 minutes before I'm amped. I'm ready to watch the Star Spangled Banner I'm, or the National Anthem. I'm ready. To, I'm in there. I'm ready and still putting food together. And and uh, and we had a little disagreement about my role in the food putting together process at that particular uh, point in time. Did and, you tell? Uh, does she know? She doesn't know about your National Anthem thing, does she? Or has she? I uh, know. I've out? been open with that. No, I, I I dig I dig watching the National Anthems. It's it's a I, I dig it. Yeah. I, so I don't, she thought I don't like to. Hey, make- even though this is your big event, Brian, I, I really need you to come and help me make the food for the no, three of us before. No, she was she was making all, most of it. She was just asking questions like, "Do you want to put out the Chex Mix, or do you want to do the whatever we were doing? Or do you want to make the queso dip?" And at that point in time, not only you didn't really not care, hungry, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was I was focusing on other things, and uh, <laughs> got a little comments and uh, realized, mm-hmm. oh well, one thing in this room is more important than the other, and uh, redirected yep, yep. my attentions because it was twenty minutes before kickoff, and I was just getting excited for nothing. And uh, and so again, and we got shit ready, and the game started. All right, uh, first so half game, was a wash. Talk. Yeah, yeah it was, game talk. First half was so, a wash, ten ten at the half, and uh, I felt okay about it. I felt like the Chiefs um, weren't playing that great, and the 49ers could have had more points, and so I went into the halftime feeling okay. What did you feel about uh, the end of the first half? Uh, you know, timeout situation with San Francisco. I was like pretty be, surprised that they. And, and to be honest, I know people later crushed uh, Garoppolo. I didn't think he actually played that bad. He missed some throws late. Well, I didn't had, think he had a bad game. I really don't like. I, I, think I can't explain okay. it. I'm not going to try and give you bullshit football knowledge talk, but for the first three and change quarters, San Francisco was the, by far the better team, and and that that's obvious because they had the ten point lead. But for the last eight yeah. minutes, both teams flipped a switch. And I don't know if you can put that if Garoppolo playing poorly on the Chiefs D. Maybe you can, obviously a little bit. Um, Holmes lit it up and Garoppolo shut down. And, and that's almost about as easy as it gets, as simple as it gets yep. in the story. Yeah. Garoppolo so, missed, missed some late throws. And, and yeah, so we're in the second half, right? We're into the second yeah. half. I, I thought first half, I thought the Niners looked better than the Chiefs, but not so much that I was worried, right? It was yeah, like, yeah. it was like I think right now, if they keep playing like this, I think the Niners are going to win, but I don't know if that's going to hold true, right? So, I agree. And, and also yeah. keep in mind, Mahomes kind of played like shit in the first half. He didn't play like, to the level we're used to seeing him, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. So so you're having like a Niners team that kind of looks like it's on, everything's kind of firing okay, and the, the Chiefs are like, they looked, they didn't look like the Chiefs we'd seen in the previous like month. You know, well, remember the Chiefs team you've seen in the previous months started pretty poorly, right? Each game they got down, right? And right. Like, so yeah. that's that in a way that is the Chiefs team that we've seen, you know, on against the Texans, it took until the second quarter, and against the Titans, it took until the second half. So, I mean, they're obviously, for whatever reason, and Frank Clark said, for whatever reason, they start shitty. Yeah. And they started shitty in the third quarter and, um, and then flipped it. So what are your, you go into the second half, I think it goes into the the fourth and, yeah. and you're still down like 10, right? Yeah, down 10 uh, in the fourth? Down 10 with about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. 
And, yeah. and, and I'm gonna... I, I think I texted you or called you, and I and we talked briefly, and it, it was like, hey man, uh, I don't know why, and I, I said this, I I don't feel like you're out of it, you know, at all. And, yeah. And you, you, you tell me what you were talking about. Well, this this is weird, and I'm not spiritual, and I'm not gonna get holistic, and I'm not gonna try and bullshit you. But I watched the 2014 and 2015 Kansas City Royals, and they came back so many times to win the World Series in 2015. And the Chiefs team this year in the postseason come back so many times. And Mahomes, I legitimately think, is the best quarterback in the NFL now, and and he's the best quarterback the Chiefs have had in my entire lifetime, maybe ever. Anyway, the point is, I got oddly calm. And actually supremely confident. Down 10, I didn't give a shit. Like, I I looked around down 10 with 10 minutes left, and I said, you know what? I think the Chiefs are going to win because I think they'll score a touchdown. They get the ball back, they'll score a touchdown, and it'll be down to the last few minutes, and I have confidence. And and uh, at one point, I, I got a little drunk, and I turned to my friends, and I said, I'm going to watch the rest of this game as if I'm watching a replay that I already know the outcome and the Chiefs win. And I got supremely confident not to say that i wasn't still hanging on every play obviously it was but honest to god i had supreme faith that they would come through and and that's exactly what happened i did not anticipate the the final touchdown damian williams 31 yard rush uh to put him up by 10 or 11 yeah well that uh, i think if that was icing like it was already over by the time he like if he had just downed it after the first down he didn't yeah all the, the yeah and, and so. some he's gotten some bullshit from smart guys online like us who said he should have gone down at the 10 yard line. You know what? No, man, you're, you're in the last minute and a half of a super bowl and you're about to score a touchdown and go up 11. You fucking score that touchdown. I, yeah. Who in their it's right a, mind is going to two go possession down. game. If you score that touchdown, like, yeah, you know what? High school coaches will get a hard on because some guy went down, but every other motherfucker in the world says score the touchdown. And I yeah. and I think I'd have also, no issues I, with that. It's so hard to like when those things happen, right? You, like that guy's been trained since he was six to go into the end zone, right? So unless yeah. they specifically told him before the play, like if you break this down and he didn't do it, hell, even then if the they expectation. Did. Well, the expectation is like go to the end zone, right? And yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. I, I don't agree with the it, running the clock out unless it's like it only puts you up six or seven. Right. Yeah. Then, then I kind of understand it where you're like, we can't give him the ball back. But so uh, so I, I got a little bit toasted for uh, for the Super Bowl. I was drinking Sazerac's. Uh, I tried to keep it to one per quarter. So how, how when were you taking the breaks to make them? Because, like, uh, you know, obviously you're missing I, commercials some, or. Well, or all whatever. right. So, so there was a point in the third quarter when the San Francisco's were driving, when the 49ers were driving and we were already down a little bit. Uh, yeah, I. I during that drive in San Francisco scored a touchdown on a, a short yard run down the middle. Uh, yeah. I went to the kitchen and made one or two drinks at that point. Yeah. I didn't need to watch gotcha. those plays. Those plays, you know, I, I was just curious. I, I could hear it. I could hear it. And then in the fourth the quarter, my buddy, John, that he made, what he, he made some drinks for me in the fourth quarter. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. You, it's just one of those things. Like I, I know you're there for the football, but the commercials are enjoyable to some extent. Yeah. So it's I like, enjoyed them. Yeah. You don't, you don't necessarily, they do a good job of, you don't really want to miss much. Cause even halftime, you're like, I don't really want to miss the halftime. No, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I enjoyed so. the halftime show. Yeah. What yeah. Would, did, did you have a favorite commercial? I, I'll uh, tell you mine. I, I liked the Bill Murray Groundhog Day recreation. That, that was very funny. I did like the Bill, Bill Murray Groundhog's Day. Um, I'm trying to think 
I don't remember what the commercial was, but it was these, like, it was like the Johnson and Johnson family of products. And like, they combined like, Oh like yeah. 10 different cleaning. And, yeah. And yeah. I, I know it was kind of cliche, but I thought it was kind of cool. The weird little uh, so. animatronic. Yeah. Anthropomorphic uh, bear that says I'm Charmin clean. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like they'd open the door and, and I guess I just didn't realize all those products were related to yeah, my no. company. So I was like, Oh, that's kind of funny. So uh, I I did have to work the next day, but uh, which was a full work day, and I start you know I wake up at four fifteen to go into work at five thirty, and uh, so I, I I watched you know all the post game coverage, still a bit blitzed, went on about a fifteen minute rant about how Miranda and I should fly to Kansas City on Tuesday night to go to the parade on Wednesday morning. Oh, that, was then, there legit thought in your head? Oh yeah, that that yeah. Sunday night. Oh yeah, and then I stayed up to rewatch basically the second half. Well, I rewatched the fourth quarter. So I went to bed around twelve thirty one. Woke up uh, four thirty, uh, a little hungover, and uh, went into work and um, and uh, and, and had a rough morning, but I got through it and and everything's good. Well, it's exciting. So I, I Mahomes did not play great. I know he got the MVP, but I mean. My the only th- I would have thought if you could have put maybe the D line of the Chiefs, Damon Williams, more. he he rushed for he, he rushed two touchdowns, one hundred twenty something combined yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I just yeah, think he, he was a candidate. It, there was not a situation that I could have really seen where the Chiefs win and they don't give it to Mahomes unless some dude has four interceptions or something. You know what I mean? Like there there was no yeah. way they weren't giving it to Mahomes. So. Yeah, if the Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowl. Yeah, and they've got some great players, Tiger Kill and Kelsey, and they've got a uh, Mitch or yeah. uh, Mitch Schwartz, the right tackle. He had a great playoff run, um, but I mean, when is a when is a tackle going to ever win Super Bowl MVP? That's that's not yeah. going to happen. Like like maybe maybe Kelsey wins if if he had two touchdowns and two hundred yards. Like you, yeah, would, one of somebody games. else would have had to have a transformative like yeah, game to like win a it. And five I, sack I think game. that's. Yeah. Part of that is Mahomes is the quarterback, but part of it's like the name, like everybody's in well, awe of Mahomes. Well, it's the way so. the Chiefs are built and it's the way the Chiefs yeah. play. Um, I just, I, you know, I was actually somewhat, to be honest, I stayed and watched to see who would get the MVP because I was kind of like, I, I would have been Mahomes this game. Like I wouldn't have. And, yeah. and I didn't know who, I didn't know the answer to that. And then they gave it to him. I was like, all right, well, that was easy then. So <laughs> but, quick follow up. Uh, I Like I say, I, I had a bit too much. Uh, so like the next day I was at work dealing with a lot of work stuff and, uh, Miranda texts me at like one in the afternoon saying, all my friends and teachers and students say I need to go to the Kansas city and go to the, the parade. And for the first like minute, I'm like, what parade? Why would we go to Kansas city? <laughs> you forgetting entirely that for like the, the, 10 minutes, I got on a rant yeah. about yeah. this only happens every so often. And we need to go like, we need to be a part of this community. And, and so I had to go home on Monday night and she was, by then she was excited to go to the parade and I was realizing the financial costs and the opportunity right, to work costs. Work and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was starting to realize, uh, I'm not, I don't know if we should fly to Kansas city for a parade. <laughs> I don't know. They said it wasn't nearly as big as the Royals one. And, and I wonder if that's like the hangover from the Royals or the fact that the chiefs, while they haven't won a super bowl have been good numerous times right so it's not yeah. like they just came from nowhere whereas that cheap that royals team it felt like you know there was three or four years there where it was like this this came we didn't see this coming you yeah no I mean? they came out of nowhere than 14 and then 15 yeah. um i think time of year has something to do with it too i mean so Cold. this was early yeah. february and it was a shitty day 
And then the the cheat or the Royals. Yeah, it was it was early early November, late October. But I think it was a really nice, pleasant day, and it was fall. And I, I think it's easy and easier to get people out. And I, I I'm not really too concerned about that. I don't give a I shit know. About I know. I'm not really a parade person, so like I I wouldn't. I was and that two an hour after yeah. school. I was ooh, I was on that bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Um. But I think it's cool they do the parade. You know, if 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 like Indianapolis won when I was here, I I might go to the parade if I'm here. But even then, like my aversion to crowds, I would be like, I don't really want to wait in line. I don't know. Yeah. If I lived <laughs> so. in Kansas City, I would have gone. I, yeah. I would have yeah. gone. Uh, but so so let me just so this was what was odd is in the moment and watching the Super Bowl and and there too afterwards, still in that euphoric like um, a moment of an uh, and. Uh, uh, shit <laughs> what's uh what's the word we can get a rush adrenaline 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 i was like all I right don't know. bad podcasting okay. etiquette anyway all right in the two days afterwards it was this real odd moment of because you're i think as a sports fan you're always like looking to the future what if we get this guy or this guy's hurt or if, if this coach leaves or whatever and you're always thinking about the impact of the future and then that two days afterwards it was i, I saw in this tweet it said what do we do now and and that was a it was a really odd emotional place to be like do i worry about next season do i worry about all the players that are going to leave because they've earned more money than we can give them or do i yeah. try and live in the moment now and and experience the win that we just had but my entire sports life is i've got to look to the future and see how is this going to impact us are we going to be able to do well like it was a very odd little balance point between value what's happening now and live in the present. But also my lifetime of experience has always been evaluate the impact on the future. And it was a weird place to be. And and I'm still kind of oddly there. I, I don't so know how to handle it. The, you know, I only have mild experience with this when the Colts won and you know, I wasn't in Indianapolis to, you know, but the Colts had been good for, for years, by for the time they yeah, won, for your you adult know? lifetime, the Colts were a very good team, and and so I don't know if I quite appreciated that, and and this kind of goes back to our like over under my dogs going insane, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this goes back to remember we were talking over under Super Bowls, and you and Dave yeah. were like incredulous to me that I what I say one and a half, I think I said. I forget the numbers. I think I said like one and a half, you know, meaning like he maybe gets to another one or two Super Bowls or something like that, which, and you, you were like, what? And you know, I've seen people like, they'll win eight and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just Uh, like, that's yeah. But I know he's young, but it's like, I just think, well, they're going to lose a lot of great players off this team. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, everything's going to change. Cause uh, you know, look at, you know, Peyton Manning's teams changed from when he was early there to when he was late there. And yeah. same with Tom Brady's teams are completely different, right? Like uh, Mahomes will probably be there, but you know, is Andy Reid going to be there for 10 more years? Right. We don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, maybe he retires. Who knows? He's older is, than you think. He's like 62. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how great, how long is Tyree kill and Kelsey good? Those kind yeah. of, do you know what Kel- I'm saying? Kelsey's like, like 31. Yeah. 30, it's not yeah. like they're going to precipitously fall off next year, but I mean, Tyree kill, as soon as he becomes kind of slow, he's no longer like even a starting level wide receiver. Uh, that's, not, okay. No, no, well, I mean, I, 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 I don't mean, saying, and I don't, my point is, disagree, is, but no, it, it, he's, he's a good route runner. He's yeah. I, I know what you're saying. 
But like uh, Deshaun Stevens, like he's still when healthy, he's still a good yeah, receiver. Desha- yeah, I, I understand, um, but I just think um, there's yeah. there's going to be a point where all these guys that are so awesome right now are not awesome, and unless you replenish, so just live in the moment. Be happy. Be happy. You won. Don't expect that you're going to be there every year because it's not. It's just it's not going to happen. And yeah, you're right. It's, and it's, don't be upset when it doesn't happen. Look back and be like, we won one. Yeah. You know, only Tom Brady wins more than that. Really? Like, other it's than so that, weird. everybody else gets one or two. So. No, no, no. I'm I'm thrilled if Mahomes gets if Mahomes gets one more championship in his career. That's a that's I a Hall of Fame career. I I agree. I agree. So you know the if, only if reason gets, that yeah I think he'll win one more. I think he'll go to two more. So three total. Yeah. It's just it's so hard. It's so, just so hard. The only guys that like the Eli Manning is questionable for Hall of Fame because he sucked for every year except the two years that he won the Super Bowl. Maybe not suck, but he was an average to mediocre quarterback. I, I heard this amazing statistic. So Eli Manning's retired, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. So he's career-wise, he's accumulated a lot of statistics. I think he's seventh or so in passing and touchdowns which sounds impressive because there's more than seven quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame. But when Vinny Testaverde retired, he also had a long career, and he was also like seventh in career accumulation for touchdowns and yardage. Like yeah. We don't think Vinny Testaverde is amazing. He was a good, decent quarterback for a long time, and that's what it takes to get accumulation totals. And so I think that's essentially what Eli was with the two big playoff runs. Yeah, which I had think, amazing defenses. So it's a you weird know, and step, I don't man. think Mahomes is in that. I think Mahomes has proved he is an elite quarterback. So, I mean, honestly, you know, he's at the point now where he's going to need to probably make another Super Bowl. If if he never makes it back, then that would be pretty disappointing. But if you like, Aaron, I mean, I Aaron I Rodgers, kind of, you're right. You're yeah, right. I shudder because I think Aaron Rodgers is great, but the Packers haven't done shit since they won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. And part of so, that's coaching. That's why you're. I'm talking about Andy Reid. Like, yeah, part of it's coaching. How part of it, there? you know, how much money can you spend on one player? I right. do think the Chiefs need to pay Mahomes. The alternative is you try and jip him, and he gets mad and wants to leave he, eventually. He'll get whatever he wants. That's that's just how it works he, with quarterbacks. Like, and that's not, fine. I don't have an issue yeah. with that. They should give him. He he needs to reset the quarterback market. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know but, if that's going to happen. Yeah. In the next month and a half, I don't know if that's going to happen after the new collective bargaining agreement comes around. It, I know the Chiefs want to pay him, and I know he wants to take the Chiefs' money, and it's almost as simple as that. And at yeah, at some but point, from a just, fan's perspective, and because you've seen what happens to teams, like this happened even to the Colts when we paid um, uh, when we paid Andrew Luck, like we pay he got the you know at the time the max a quarterback could do, and then it's like okay, well now we we can't quite afford everything you'd want. Right. Yeah. So, so and that's fine. Cause you'd rather have Andrew Luck. You'd rather have Pat Mahomes than the alternative, but yeah. So the chiefs know. are either going to pay Mahomes and they're going to lose Chris Jones or Sammy Watkins, or they're going to restructure Sammy Watkins, sign Chris Jones, and then not pay Mahomes until next season. Right. Which, they, which might be the smart play, teams. right? It might be the smart play. Like, hey, maybe we can do one more year with this kind of salary structure. Talk to I would. I'd assume they talk to Mahomes. And be like, hey, here's here's the deal. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that gonna, works in the front office. You know, they're going to make him the highest paid quarterback. 
the the question is is when yeah do it so the option a is do it now when the number to be the highest paid quarterback is still what it is or wait a year after the new collective bargaining agreement and you have a higher salary cap but the number to be the highest paid quarterback has gone up by you know five or six million and maybe yeah. you, maybe you sign them to 39 a year now and in a year from now you sign them to 45 a year but in the meantime you got to pay chris jones mm-hmm. so I, I i obviously after watching the super bowl was pretty important so he you know yeah, he it, it blows me away that more people don't know who Chris Jones is. Chris Jones is a top three defensive lineman in the NFL, and I don't understand how more people don't know about him. He, well, it's he's it, a monster. Know, it's because the the Chiefs aren't known for their defense, even when it's okay, right? He's not on a defensive first team, and so people yeah, are still scoring yeah. a lot against him. So even if he is a great player, you know, if teams are scoring thirty against you, like people just yeah. aren't going to look at you the same way, right? Well, I'm so. t- the Chiefs' defense from the first eight weeks to the second eight weeks in the playoffs was a totally different unit. And, and I hear what you're saying because the Rams' defense wasn't lights out this year, and they had Aaron Donald, who's yeah, you know, who's the best defensive player. Amazing. Yeah, so so how how valuable is the best defensive lineman in the NFL? How valuable is that? I think you know very valuable, but clearly not enough to. If, you, if he's alone, right? Out. If yeah. if, he, if you have a great defensive lineman, but your DN suck, you can pretty much neutralize that defensive lineman because yeah. you just double him every time. But um, so I, you know, I I hope you're obviously excited about it. Just don't. I'm not. I have no idea what will happen next year. But if you don't win the Super Bowl, just be happy you won this one. You know, I am. It, I am. And, no, it's. It, it'll be, you know, kind of odd when it happens, but I don't at all expect two in a row. I, I think that would be greedy. Yeah, I mean, it's almost. just injuries and, like you said, yeah, who knows? Weird, weird shit happens. The, yeah. the AFC is going to be weird, but... Um, I mean, yeah, Baltimore I, might actually figure out how to play in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, they look is. pretty scary, so... So if you go back, and I hate to keep going back to the Chiefs, but obviously that's where I start my NFL... Anyway, yeah. the Chiefs in the 90s were all defense and great runs, and they were great with Marty Schottenheimer. They called it Marty Ball. They were great in the regular season when they hit the playoffs, and some hot team would score 35, and the Chiefs offense couldn't match. And the, the Ravens offense is great, but you know, clearly the, the Titans bottled them up. So Yeah, it's possible, right? It, so. Oh, shit, yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. Anyway, anyway. So any, any last thoughts? Super Bowl winning Kansas Chiefs. Any last thoughts on that? Uh, no, I'm not sad I didn't go. It would have been amazing. That's a good. But, that's uh, a good point. I, I was kind of wondering. It, I mean, it, it's insanely expensive, man. Yeah, so. for two people to go. Now, forget like taking time off work, which isn't always easy, but just financially, I think you're looking at between flights, hotels, and game tickets. I think you're looking at at least what twelve thousand. That's, so just know, a comparison, that's, right? That's a lot. You and money. I went to what, game one of the World Series. Was we went game to game one? one of the World Series. Yeah, game one of the World Series. Yeah, I think our tickets were like what three, three or four hundred each. No, they were five, five. So five hundred each. Five hundred each. But they were we good. We the were hook. we yeah. were in the second tier, but we were in the second row of the second tier. Like we were right there on the first base side. We were between home and first. We had amazing. I think we had really great. Oh seats. yeah. Well, also and the crowd five. was just fun as shit. But yeah. I probably spent less than fifteen hundred dollars for the ticket, the hotel, my my flight, 
food, like totally. all that. All in, yeah. You know, it's definitely Merchants, less than 1500 yeah. right? And, and, yeah. and so that that's just the comparison of it, right? And I also, for some reason, that memory of being in the, the stands for a baseball game, I think that's better than a football game, personally. Like, it, I, I, it, I don't know if maybe yeah. I'm wrong. What do you think? It's... It's it's such a different experience. I yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, there there's that moment where I think everyone in in a baseball stadium, especially we went to et- we went into extra innings in that game, and yeah, every reliever yeah. would come out. We'd say, "All right, well, we like this reliever," and and there's kind of a everyone in the stadium kind of knows each reliever, knows each player. I I think for, to a certain extent, and I, it's yeah, you're hanging on every pitch and. Yeah, yeah, it just felt like there was a lot more here. tension in the in the air. And I don't know, I, I wasn't at the Super Bowl, but you're I just can't imagine. I feel like there's a lot more casual fans at the Super Bowl than at game one of the World Series. Do you, you think know? it has something to do with the super the Super Bowl is at a neutral site? It's a party atmosphere. People go because it's a Super Bowl, they don't go because they're 49ers Chiefs. Right. Fans. People they had bought because, tickets just to go. Yeah. They, didn't they go care because who they want to go to Miami and they want to go to the Super Bowl and it's a party. Yeah. People that go to the World Series are into that team. They go because they're Nationals fans or the Astros fans. They don't go right. because, oh, hey, it's the World Series, and I want to go to the World Series. Like, it's in the home stadiums. Shit is on the line, and it's down to the game. It's not any – you're not watching the commercials. You're there for every pitch. And I, I yeah. think that's why it's it, – it is kind of – yeah, I agree. It's it's more fun experience being in the – I've always dreamed I want to go to the World Series. The Super Bowl is just kind of better on your couch. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think you made the wrong decision at all. Yeah. And you even had the. I mean, you had the funds that you could have done it if you wanted to. I yeah. Mean, okay. Yeah, I got that. I, but, I could drop. But it's still. That, but... It's still one of those like. Do that is still a lot of money. Do you want to do yeah. that to for something that? What if you had lost? I know you won in retrospect, right? But if you had yeah. lost, it would have been, been a. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Yeah, I have that, but I, I tell myself all the time. Okay, you can go out and buy a hundred pizzas. Do I want to go out and buy a hundred pizzas? Like, yeah, is that going to be good for anybody? <laughs> Maybe if I donated them to like a, a shelter or something, yeah. But like, just because I can buy a hundred pizzas doesn't mean I should. Anyway, it's a, whatever. An odd analogy, but yeah, that's that's the analogy <laughs> I, I go back to. Okay, so, so let's talk about baseball for a second. I like it. All right, so I all right, so I'm going to make a small confession. Uh, I really like baseball, I but my baseball fandom comes from my allegiance to one team, the Royals. Now, baseball nationally is so much more fun when there's a villain, when there's a foil. Right. In the this early is, 2000s, when there was the Yankees, Yankees had won like three in a row, and yeah. everyone hated the Yankees. It was so much fun to everyone hate the Yankees. And holy shit. Do we have a new national foil? We have oh, a yeah. new villain. And they and they're they're not doing anything to help themselves. They're being right? the like, perfect villain. Be, and what's they're all clueless. They have no yeah. fucking idea how they're perceived. So I, I just it's to let you know, I was just in Houston last last week. Um and so I actually was asking some Astro, you know, not huge Astros fans, just hey, you know, what do you, what do you think of this? What's the feeling around town? Yeah. And everybody in Houston didn't fucking get it. Oh so like, God. like they were just like, yeah, I mean, you know, but we still won the world series. It's not that big of a deal. Like nobody cares, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was like, no, I don't think you get this. Like, like this is a national thing. And 
I I'm not an Astros fan, but I'm I'm not an anti Astros person. I just you know whatever. They were a con- yeah. fun story at the time, but like now, none of them have apologized. Like really apologized. No, they haven't. They've, so that, they they that, all just like, yeah, it happened. Like that's the. They came out and said, "Well, you know, we feel bad, and the commissioner had his like their their line is the commissioner had his report. They're using that line in a parenthesis." as if that was their expression to say we cheated and we feel bad and we're sorry. Instead of saying that they're saying, well, the commissioner's report came out, which does not translate, does not own it. They haven't owned it. Did you hear their owner talk? Did you hear? Oh my God. The owner basically, if I can, they they said, do you think that this cheating had an impact on your winning? And he said, (laughs) said, no, no. he said, no, it didn't didn't have any impact. No, no, it, and but then 45 seconds later, he said, well, I'm not saying it didn't have any impact. Yeah, and they're like, no, that's uh, – there was some woman who was asking him questions. She had an accent, and she's yeah. like, no, what you just you, you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> it was what are like, you apologizing for if you're not yeah. apologizing for cheating? It, I'm just like – you know, what, what kills me is like these are – all these people are millionaires, right? They've got – you know, a PR department. I'm sure the Astros uh, do. I, I'm sure even baseball does, right? Not like listening the, the, to them. Do you think they even consulted them? <laughs> like, I like, I think they consulted them, and then I think the the PR people said, "We think you should do X," and they were like, "No, no, no. We won the World Series. We're not doing yeah. X. We're, yeah, we're we, gonna do. We're gonna do the the least possible emotional truth." Yeah. Um, and and that's I, you know what's sad is that's what people want. Like, I I I honestly think. For the maybe not be other players in the league, they might feel differently than I do. But like, they won the World Series. We're not taking that away from them, right? I, I don't like, feel like yeah. that's that's not what you're gonna do. We don't know how many teams were cheating. Everybody cheats. It's it's it, to some extent. To some but extent, but you were you were caught red-handed. People in the season in the season that your best player won the MVP and yep. you won the World Series, and, and, and there are incontrovertible proof that you cheated exactly. in the regular season and the playoffs. So at that's, this that's point, not it's not – it, we don't need to, like, argue. You just need to be like, hey, guys, we're sorry this happened. It was, it was our, you know, our bad. We own it. Uh, I feel bad about what we did to other players, you know, the, yeah. the team. Like, just fucking own it, and then people would move on. Yeah. Do you know Trevor, what I mean? Like yeah. Trevor Bauer is kind of a piece of shit, but you know what? He's come out, and he's called him out. And, and, and this is <laughs> – I'm not trying to be, like, meta, but this is how we heal as a nation – is when you find ways to agree. And I don't particularly like Trevor Bauer, but he came out and he said, these guys are hypocrites and they're cheaters and they're bullshit. And I can get behind that. If one of these Astro players came out and said, you know what? We wanted to win at all costs. We cheated, which gave us an advantage. We took, we took fair play away from other players and that aided us in multiple ways. And we used that advantage to win the world series. And we feel bad about it. And, if they came out and said that, I'd say, you know what? At least he gets it. Yeah. And we can move on. But they yeah. haven't said that. All like come they out act said, like they, if they, if they admit it, like they're going to take their rings away. It's like, no, that's not like, we're not retroactively yeah. taking, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was cheating, no. but it wasn't take ring I, away cheating, you know? I, so I am almost because I do love baseball, but baseball can be boring until there's skin in the game. I have skin in the game in Royals games up until like, you know, the end of April when they're out of the season because they're a shitty team again. What I'm saying is I might go to a Yankees Astros game this year in which I don't particularly give a shit about the Yankees or the Astros, but I know 
for a fact. I know. If I go to an Astros Yankees game in New York City, that or, shit especially will be one lit. of the first like one of the first ones too, right? Like you know. Oh it. yeah. No. You know. So baseball is notorious for we we have the you know benches clear and all the players run out on the field, you know, a pitcher kind of throws that hit or whatever and maybe there's a stand down. Baseball is notorious for two guys on two different teams running up to each other and they're not fighting but really kind of just grabbing jerseys and holding each other at an arm's length. Right. And and not really getting into it, but you know, just holding jerseys and making sure right, you you're I'm gonna hold you here and you're gonna hold me here and we're not gonna do shit. No, no, no. There is legitimate righteous anger at the Astros. They're gonna get fucking hit <laughs> in almost yeah. every series. They're gonna get booed in a hardcore way. And I would not wanna be on this Astros team. If I was some like triple A player who just got brought up and was in no you, way you really part affiliated. Of yeah, you'd be like, uh, yeah, you just you know got brought in, and maybe you're like, you know, the the seventh reliever who just got brought in this season. I would probably find a way to get cut, and maybe get signed to a AAA team with another team. Like I want no part of the business that's about to come their way. So you do you hear Cody Bellinger talk about mm-hmm. so Cody Bellinger and who who's oh, yeah. I you know I've heard him had a couple different. He's pretty stand up like guy he's not super controversial like i wouldn't have expected him to come out and say anything and he was basically like these guys oh, are cheaters pissed. we hate yeah. them you know and i'm just and then i i read somewhere somebody was saying it's not gonna surprise me when the astros come and throw at bellinger and try i'm like what <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> the every astros- player he just voiced what everybody else thinks in, are the in- astros pitchers gonna throw at everybody in the league like i feel like in every single so all right so here's how i see it happening I see Team X throwing at an Astros player yeah. and benches clear, and that pitcher will get suspended for like 10 games. Normally, they'd get suspended for five. All right, so Astros pitcher Y is going to have to return. Astros pitcher Y is going to have to also throw at the other player. If you suspend pitcher Team X 10, you also have to suspend Astros right. pitcher Team Y 10 right? because it's the same infraction. I think Astros pitchers are going to either have to retaliate or just let it happen because the Astros pitchers are going to get suspension after suspension. And I think every series, to a certain extent, Astros are going to have a benches clearing kind of an issue until Major League Baseball comes in and says, like, we're going to just, we're going to suspend you for a month or we're going to do. You know what I wonder is, uh, like, what's what's that Astros pitcher that's like, married to the supermodel and uh, Verlander, Justin Verlander. Verlander. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, the, you haven't really heard anything from the pitchers and I kind of wonder if they, I mean, you'd think they would have known about it, but like as a pitcher, knew, I mean, Mike fires is the guy, he was a pitcher for the A's. Now he's the one that yeah. broke the story. Okay. So, yeah. so he knew, it just seems to me like the, if you're a pitcher, like that's got to burn you, even though it's your team, right? Like I wouldn't have appreciated that. So, so from the pitcher's perspective, because they're not, they're not worried about how to hit, right? And yeah. and, and these guys are cheating other pitchers. You would think that the pitchers on the Astros would have, I don't know, said it just it, it said something. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems well, odd. That to is me eventually that, what happened. So right, what, eventually, but I don't so, know. So Carlos Correa is is their shortstop. He's a great. Excuse me. He's a great player. He's come out, and he's the Astros player who most forcefully has come out and said, uh, don't target some players. He basically, so the new suspicion, it's not really that new, is that 
Jose Altuve uh, had a buzzer in his shirt for the yeah, 2019 at the yeah. yeah. So Carlos Correa came out and said, "Look, uh, Jose Altuve won the 2017 AL uh, MVP fair and square. Uh, he didn't partake in the trash can banging bullshit, and that uh, Jose Altuve should never be questioned because he's too much of a baseball saint and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." All right, so here's my point. Let's let's imagine that. He's right, and Jose Jose Altuve is a saint and didn't do the trash can cheating. Okay, every other player did. What I'm saying is that Jose Altuve comes to bat with a player on first who reached by cheating. That pitcher now has to pitch out of the stretch. That pitcher has been thinking in his mind, how the fuck are they laying off all these sliders? How the fuck are they hitting all these fastballs hard like they know they're coming? The pitcher has experienced the entire game Wondering what the hell is going on? Why don't they ever swing at the slider? Why don't they ever sling at my curveball that bounces when normally that's what happens? The pitcher's confidence is shaken. The pitcher doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And now Jose Altuve is coming to bat with a runner on second who probably otherwise would not have been there. My point is, or maybe there's three outs and Altuve, right? We yeah, don't know. Altuve you... comes to bat in the next inning with no one on base. Yeah. My point is, even if Jose Altuve didn't cheat. His accomplishments are tainted. Right. The, the RBIs, RBIs. You are don't know increased. about RBIs. His runs R- scored. Yeah. RBIs right? and run scores are increased. The pitchers that he's had in the face are in different altered state of minds. Like it does not, it's not a get out of jail free card. It's not, uh, it's not. And, and I find it hard to believe that if it was going on, Altuve didn't know about it. Maybe he wasn't. Oh, he certainly knew about it. You know what I mean? Because so the report is that if someone banged the trash can while he was at bat, he would come in and he'd freak out and he'd say, don't be in the trash can. I don't want it. I don't give a shit. Like his accomplishments are tainted because it is a team sport. Yes. Pitching a ball and swinging a bat are individual accomplishments. But baseball is a team sport and it's not in a vacuum. When you're at base, if there's runners on, the pitcher is distracted and the pitcher is pitching out of the stretch and the pitcher is having to deal with the runner. And if a pitcher is wondering why the fuck are they not swinging at any sliders like that is, is an element in, in the at bat. And mm-hmm. these things are not happening in a vacuum. Anyway, anyway, it's bullshit for Carlos Correa to come out and say, oh, Jose Altuve, he's a saint. He'd never do. He shouldn't be impugned in any way. No, like he won the MVP. That means he was the most valuable player, the best motherfucker out there. And he wasn't. He just yeah. wasn't. He just wasn't. And, and also, maybe he right, was. To, be, to win an know. MVP, your team also has to be good, right? So. I mean, how many games did they win because of this? We, we don't know. But, I yeah. mean, that plays into the MVP conversation, right? Guys don't win MVP of your team shit. So Yeah. And, but I will say, and, I, and, and this, feels, this feels dirty, baseball is so much more fun when there's a villain. It just is. Oh, yeah. Like you, and so I am looking you, forward to this if you are a more hater, so than the last two or three. If you're like a Yankees fan now, you, you're excited for those series. You know, like yeah, like oh, you can't wait. I'm not even a Yankees fan, but hell, I might go to New York City to watch that game. Yep, the Astros and the Yankees. Fuck yeah, I, I think that to be honest with you, I think we're gonna find out more information about other teams in. Yeah, that is I, that is gonna happen. I think You're right. I think this has opened a door that maybe people didn't want exposed. Like the Astros, just there was a line, right? And the Astros crossed the line. Like everybody understood where the line was. Everybody else was like, "This is the line. We are okay with this." Yeah. 
Well, the line had been there for 80 years, and then right. they figured out how to get a live feed of a camera yeah. from Central. And the Astros like, we're going to cross this line, and now what's going to happen is they're going to go back and find all the people that were skirting the line, maybe. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And now yeah, people are going to get in trouble that normally it would it didn't matter that much. So Yeah, unfortunately, the weirdest thing that I never thought would happen is that so the Red Sox, there's an investigation, so it's going to come out that the Red Sox were also doing some devious shit. And yeah. we're basically going to find out that the Yankees got screwed out of like three different seasons worth of playoff accomplishments. And for somehow, I never thought I'd say this, you might have to be sympathetic to the Yankees. Yeah, I'm not so, I don't, I don't really no. care. The the yeah. fact that it's, uh, you know, allowable cheating to have a salary, a, you know, team role that's twice what other teams are. Uh, like I, yeah. that, that's not cheating, but you're allowed to have Aaron judge and Carlos, uh, Giancarlo uh, Stanton, John Giancarlo Stanton on the same team. Yeah. Like I, I'm aware that it's it's legal cheating and that's how baseball yeah. works. But I, they've, I think they've that's got, a horrible model for. They've got like the for, highest paid pitcher. Well, one of the top three highest paid pitchers and one of the top three highest paid hitters. Yeah, yeah. no, that's now baseball is not fair. But you know, every once in a while you get 2014 or 15 Kansas City Royals and right. I know, but it's just that's how it's, life works. It's frustrating when you look at like football and it's like every year there's like four new teams in the playoffs, right? There's yeah no it's it, different. You know, that's, that's other different other part. than the Patriots, there's no fucking real dynasties. Like yeah, some it, you know the Steelers every ten years are good, but um, that's how football works because there is a salary cap and also you know people move around frequently with free agency and yeah, it actually and some, matters. Sometimes you know? the Chiefs get Pat Mahomes and and yep. he actually wants to stay in Kansas City for his career, which is a whole other level of like baseball yeah. or football nirvana. Anyway, but, anyway. Okay, so move, moving on. We'll go, yeah. uh, so your, your next uh, next thing we were kind of talking about earlier was just, now it's all, all the, you know, football's over, and we're moving into this blank period of life, really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, so what does, uh, what are you caring about until, I, I guess let's talk about until the next football season, because everybody cares about football the most, but what do you think, what's your favorite thing to do? So it's mid-February. Uh, I am a seasonal fan, and and this is I, I don't know uh, how do I say this. I'm at the mercy of my teams. So I'm a Chiefs fan, a Royals fan, and a KU Jayhawks fan. And so what I'm saying is that when it comes to April, I'm a Royals fan, and how long I'm a Royals fan depends on how good they are. If they're good, I'm a <laughs> that's, Royals that's fan till October. November. October. If they're bad, I'm a Royals fan through uh, June. That might be <laughs> yeah. that might be generous. Right. Uh, I'm a Chiefs fan. If the Chiefs, when they were bad five or six years ago, I was a Chiefs fan. You know, first December six weeks. And, yeah. First six weeks. You know, fringe through December, and then I would look forward to the draft. And I'm a Jayhawks fan. You know, up until March Madness. Um, so to answer your, to really answer your question, uh, today is Sunday. February 16th, today is the All-Star Game. It's All-Star Weekend. The slam dunk contest was last night. Today's the Daytona 500. Uh, the NBA playoffs are coming. The NFL draft is kind of around the corner. Uh, there's <laughs> The XFL is going. And to answer your question, I'm fringe interested in college basketball. That's where my, my interest okay. is right now. It's in the, the Big 12 conference title. And I mm-hmm. think Baylor is very good. And KU, Did you guys I win think, it last year? Is your streak still going? No. No, the street. No, I, you know the answer to that question. You fuck. <laughs> you know the answer to that. I know what you just did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
When well, there's, Indiana there's wins year. the Big Ten for 14 consecutive seasons, then come talk to me. All right. I mean, I'm not an Indiana fan. I mean, I, I Purdue or Penn, whoever it doesn't yeah. matter. Penn State's good at basketball this year. Like they yeah. were actually going to make the tournament. We could fringe win the Big Ten. It's possible. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it 14 times in a row, and then you know, then we'll have a conversation. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah. There, there's kind of a lot going on, but the answer to your question is, uh, there's only a little bit of it that I give a shit about. I love, I love the NBA playoffs. I don't love the NBA regular season. Yeah. So That's I. Who I, I am. I was thinking about this because this is I haven't watched a second of the All Star Weekend, and I have we have an All Star so Sabonis is in it, um, and <sighs> my dog's going insane. So <laughs> I and and what's funny is like I am a legit NBA fan, and yeah, they can't You're get the me biggest to turn NBA fan that I know. And and like I I may turn it on tonight, maybe because I'm kind of interested in the new the, the new the format, format for the yeah. fourth quarter, which could, but I have. The the All Star Game is turned into like it's geared to twelve year olds, right? So they you do. So? It's just oh yeah, it's just dunks and nobody plays defense, nobody cares. Yeah. It's all high fives and like you know they do the dunk contest and it's that's, all like that's and, the NFL Pro Bowl. I mean, you, yeah, but play. nobody watched the Pro Bowl either. But it, yeah, you know the I just think if they can't reel me in, like who is this weekend for? Like with this whole <laughs> like I. I I I am I've not watched a second. I don't really even care. I huh. don't know who won the dunk contest. That's how little really? I care about it. Yeah, I mean, have you, unless there's a pacer in it. Question. Well, uh, let me ask you this question. I've I've heard it called. I've heard the NBA All Star Weekend called the Black Super Bowl. Have mm-hmm. you heard that? No, that's the first time I've heard it. That, that it's the black person, okay. African American version of the Super Bowl. I I'm not going to pretend to speak for black people. Uh, all the black people I know care a lot about the super bowl just much yeah that, that's why i was else. like it seems odd because it's not like the super bowl is a white person thing no so. no like i don't and i don't think it is but i have heard the nba all-star game called the black super bowl hmm. um well there is I a spades speak. tournament i found that out and really? i mean yeah i mean i like spades but that's tradition I, a lot of my african-american friends like love spades yeah. so um, we learned but, you and i learned to play spades from uh starkeisha johnson who that's is, right uh, yeah yeah um uh, but so the All Star Game is in Indianapolis next year. And oh, I, is it? Yeah, I plan on attending. Which do you? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I will probably take vacation or whatever. I haven't figured out the logistics of it yet, but I just think it'd be cool to to go to you know in Indianapolis. But it just seems like one of those things. Like I'm not I'm not really excited about it to be honest with you. Oh, but, I, I I think you just go for the. It, it's kind of like that Super Bowl World Series thing. Yeah, I mean it's pure spectacle, right? That's and and I, I live here, so it's like uh, all I got to do is drive twenty minutes down the road, and I can go. You know what I mean? So oh, you you get an Uber for that because you're gonna. Yeah, that's probably of, true. That's probably yeah. true. But I almost kind of want to come into town just to go with you to an. Oh, you're more than game. welcome. I haven't even figured out how to buy tickets yet. Somebody asked me that. Like, you're going? You got tickets? I was like, I don't even know how to buy tickets. Can you buy <laughs> tickets for an All Star game a year I, out? I have I have no idea. I need to start googling that probably. But yeah. Um, so I mean, my plan is to go to that just because it's here and it feels like you should go, right? But yeah, other I, than I'll tell you, I, let me let me tell you this. So in 2012, uh, the MLB All Star Game was in Kansas City, and this was like the height of when the Royals were shit and garbage. And uh, I was in the Navy and I was still in Japan, but I desperately wanted to go to the MLB All Star Game in in Kansas City. Uh, and let me just tell you this. Let me bring this back to you. 
Uh, Robinson, like three months before the game, Robinson Cano, who was at, with the Yankees, said he would pick a Royal to be in the home run. That's derby. right. This was, and the... he said he would pick Billy Butler essentially. And then, yep. like three weeks before the home run derby, Robinson Cano came out and said, "Well, Billy Butler's home run numbers weren't that great. I think he only had like maybe fifteen at the All Star break." And he said, "I'm not going to pick Billy Butler because his home run numbers aren't that great." And so when it came down to it at the home run derby in Coffin Stadium, uh, this was delicious. The Royals fan booed the ever-loving shit out of Robinson Cano. And and this was like 25 years of Royals fans' frustration, like bent up. Now we have like one specific individual who wronged us, <laughs> even though like I'll grant that he had a legitimate reason right. not to pick Billy Butler. Butler probably whose shouldn't nickname have been in, was but... Country Breakfast. That was his nickname. <laughs> That's right. But – they booed the shit out of Robinson Cano, who had previously won the home run derby the year before. Do you know how many home runs he hit? He hit none. He hit none. They booed the shit out of him, and he hit none. I feel like that's what the Astros are about to go through next year, and I want to look forward to it so much. So, yeah, so, you should go yeah, because you never know what you're going to see. But I, I'm moderately excited in the NBA right now. I, I, I do. I really enjoy March Madness, but I don't really get into college basketball until March Madness, just that's that's my college bat. I'll watch an occasional KU game because of you, basically. I, I, I watched on. them on Saturday. They're good this year, man. I don't. Yeah. I'm not telling you the winner will cheer. Yeah, I, every Madness. year Azubuke is still there, and I'm like, is he 40? How old is Azubuke? No, no, he, like, he's in his. Well, he's missed two. Essentially, he's missed two seasons. I know, but years. I thought he was a one and done. A hunt, like when he was a freshman, no, he was, I, I did. He's never that good. But yeah, I know. But now I'm just like, all right, he's. Well, he's good. It, you know, I think 15 years ago, when the NBA valued a big man, maybe, right, right. Now it's like he drafted. might not even get drafted. So yeah, the yeah. NBA doesn't give a shit about you know a six foot eleven yeah. you know, guy with a seven foot nine wingspan. It kind of does, but you know, not really. And he uh, last year he tried to go pros, but he was still pretty heavy. He dropped like 40 or 50 pounds, and he looks pretty cut right now. Uh, he still can't make a free throw to save his life, but he's a very good player, and uh, I. I think he's a second round draft pick just based on potential, just based on rim protection. Maybe. Maybe. But I mean, anyway, so I I like this. I don't mind this as much as post NBA playoffs. So right after the finals, you, you have the dead zone of like it's baseball season, but it's like middle of the baseball season when it doesn't really matter that much. Or early oh yeah, early baseball. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. uh, like late late June. You know, you're yeah. just like, ugh. What's that? So, no, no. It, yeah, what's that internet meme about? Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. I get it. So let's talk about uh, last thing we want to talk about today was uh, future NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Right? So, I'm, so yeah, go ahead and enter. All right. So um, how do I start with this? So clearly there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks. Well, all right. So let's establish that there are a lot of free agent quarterbacks. I'm going to read off a list of free agent quarterbacks this year and um, talk about some of their yards and accomplishments. So you got Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, if he avoids the, the tag, which he's not going to. Jameis Winston, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill, who had a great year. Marcus Mayota, who was embarrassing. Uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, who's come out and said he's only going to stay with the Saints or retire. Mm-hmm. You've also got Philip Rivers. You've also got Case Keenum. Like, there's there's a lot of free agent quarterbacks out there. Even uh, the Lions quarterback Stafford has been rumored in trade rumors. There's a lot of free agent quarterbacks. Here's my my point: is that I've I've gone through 
any team that has a question mark for who their quarterback may be next year, and I've I've counted twelve. So I'm throwing Patriots, Broncos, who kind of like Drew Locke, but maybe could sign a veteran. Raiders, Chargers, Bengals, Titans. Mm-hmm. I threw Colts in because mm-hmm. I don't think the Colts would, you know, I don't think they would turn Tom Brady away, despite your own personal. No, feeling. I I definitely think they'd turn Tom Brady away. So, well, okay. So I threw Colts in as a question mark. All right, uh, that's Cowboys, fair. Bears. Uh, Saints just dependent on Drew Brees, uh, Bucks, and Panthers. So that's twelve teams who I think mm. have question mark. I think have question marks. What I'm saying is, out of thirty two NFL teams, there are only twelve. And I, I, I think, think like five of those are actually not as questionable. Set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Broncos are kind of set with Drew Locke. I think I the think, pa- I think I think he's coming back to the Patriots. I, I don't do think too. that's really so. I think the Patriots are going to do whatever it takes to bring Brady back. I think the Cowboys Prescott's are going to do whatever back. it takes whatever, to bring yeah. Prescott. Yep. So really, we're looking at Raiders, Chargers, Bengals, yeah, Bears, Bucks, Panthers, Titans. Whether or not they bring back Tannehill, I think they will, and Colts. Whether or not right. they bring, they just stick with uh, Ellsbury. Or not Jacoby Ellsbury. What's their... Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, Jacoby, a different Jacoby. It's such a common name. So that's in reality. That's what like nine? Yeah. Question marks. It's not that many. And right. So also, all right. So. Given the number of free agent quarterbacks, only nine teams with question marks for the next season, let's look to the draft, right? Bengals are at number one. Obviously going to draft quarterback of the future, most likely Joe Burrow. Dolphins. I think think that's pretty set. Dolphins are pretty much going to take Tua, I think. They're at number five, unless they move up, looking at Tua. Chargers are at number six. They're obviously moving on from Rivers. Chargers at number six, I think, are a team that could go veteran. Yeah, I think so. Because they're, they're not Burrow looking at Tag- it. Yeah. And now you're starting to look at Justin Herbert from Oregon. You're starting to look at Jacob Eason from Washington and Jordan Love of Utah State. Have you ever heard of any of these fuckers? Yeah, yeah. I've heard the, the Oregon right. cat is. But I think what the, the play is for some of these teams is just suck it out for the Clemson quarterback. So, see, the, I if, think the play is. Get a veteran like, like a Bridgewater, right? Not a win. A veteran like a Bridgewater or a Philip Rivers or maybe even a Case Keenum, and draft one of these guys, one of these Justin Herberts or Jacob Eason, and let him sit. Pat Mahomes sat for a year under Alex Smith. Clearly, Pat Mahomes was probably a better quarterback than Alex Smith, but it obviously gave him value to learn, and and. So, See, anyway. it's so easy to say that though, because here's here's what inevitably happens, right? If you have a high enough pick to take one of these guys, that means your team probably sucks or isn't very good. Yeah, yeah you bring nice. in a mediocre veteran quarterback that's probably not adding a lot. Your team is still going to be at best mediocre, right? So your team's going to start losing games, and then it, eventually it's just like, well, what are we doing? We're why are we paying this guy to lose? Why don't we just pay our rookie to lose? And and that's that's what ends up happening is they always end I, up putting the guy in. I hear what you're say saying. They're not going to. I hear the what reason, you're saying. It's flawed logic. I'm going to interrupt you. It's flawed okay. logic. Okay. So the Chargers are at number six. They're projected to take Justin Herbert from Oregon, uh, right? Oregon. That, yeah. Yeah. All right. The next two quarterbacks. So there are five quarterbacks projected in the first round. One five six. That's Dolphin. I'm sorry, Bengals, Dolphins, Chargers, and then there's a drought until 19 and 23. So 19 is the Raiders, 23 is the Patriots. So 19 and 23. So let's go back. 
Jamarcus Russell, number one overall, 2007. Brady Quinn, number 22, 2007. Johnny Menzel, number 22, 2014. Brandon Whedon, mm-hmm. number 22, 2012. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen, number 10. Mitch Trubisky, number two overall, number two, Mitch Trubisky. Paxton Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Paxton Lynch, 26. Jake Locker. Jake motherfucking Locker, taking number eight overall. I thought he was going to be good. I actually thought he was going to be good. EJ Manuel, number 16. Oh, that was, that's harsh. Christian Ponder, number yep. 12. Yep. Blake Bortles, number three. Mm, I, my, I thought he was going to be good, is, too. Yeah. yeah. GMs of all these teams, thought all these quarterbacks are going to be good. They were all taken in the first round. My point is the, the logic of drafting a kid with talent and then selling yourself, well, we're going to lose. Let's lose with a kid with talent instead of a mediocre free agent has clearly failed in the past. Maybe those guys had talent. Some of them, I think, were obviously overrated, like Jamarcus Russell and Johnny Manziel, or in some way weren't able to succeed in the league. Uh, like that, it's 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 a strategy that I think is is uh, ad nauseum. It's gone on and it's flawed. I think. You let him sit, and you let him learn from a professional like Alex Smith, and uh, and and you move so, on. So here's here's I disagree with this. I, I and and we're gonna. Here's what I think is that most of the time, if you're a shitty team, it doesn't really matter who you have at quarterback. So for the most part, the reason the Alex Smith and the Mahomes thing worked is because the Chiefs were a borderline Super Bowl team. Yeah, before like with. Alex Smith. They, they have so, won the AFC West like three times in yeah. a row. And so they're, they're sitting there and it's like, Smith. well, this yeah. seems like a pretty easy decision. We'll draft this guy late, you know, late mid, what was he? 20 something or no, no, one? no. They had the 28th pick. They traded two first rounders to go to number 10. Okay. So they, they got him at 10. So, all right. They did 10. draft yeah. higher than I thought, but still you draft him 10th, right? You've still got an awesome team. So they're not sitting there with any pressure, right? It looks good. They're easy to, Stick with your guy, win games. Yeah. It's easy to they, learn in a winning environment. Right. It's they very easy. The, you're right. They won the AFC West yeah. in Pat Mahomes' rookie year where he did not play. You're right. Like the other Fair quarterbacks that, that sit and, and it works, right? So uh, Ben Roethlisberger worked. Like uh, his team was awesome. Tom Brady, his team was awesome, yeah. right? Same yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. The Packers were always pretty good. So – you know, you're acting like sitting behind a mediocre quarterback. I don't know if it's necessarily the learning. I'm not saying that they wouldn't learn stuff, but I think it's going into this team where you've got a kind of a shitty coach. And like, how many guys come into a team that won four games and then the next, like, you know, two yeah. years later, they're, they're a 12 win team? It just it doesn't well, happen very often. Well, in a, I mean, the 49ers just did it. They picked what, like, number two last year? They won four games last year. And yeah, they had a lot of their injuries. quarterback was injured. was injured. Like that's yeah, my, and then so I mean that that's the answer to your question though. Okay, so it, it is if possible. I'm the Bing- but... If I'm the Bengals, you got number one pick. I think Joe Burrow could be great. I really think he could. I think you pick Joe Burrow, and it's a simple decision. I think the hard decision is let's sign a veteran. Let's sign I don't know Teddy Bridgewater. Let's sign Philip Rivers, and those guys. Well, Philip Rivers might sign with the Bengals if he doesn't get another job. Uh, Who's the? I I think you sign a, a veteran. Well, they they show them how to be a professional. They've got the the 
Cincinnati. What's their quarterback? The incoming Andy Dalton. Yeah, they got Andy Dalton. I, I think Just have him come I back. Think, he's he's I, fine. Like he's been he there into be a Pro Bowl. Like let him come in, and he's not a bad quarterback. I know people think he's shitty because they don't ever. But Bengals have been good under him. You know. Yeah, I think Andy Dalton is probably a, a league average NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Bengals were shit because they missed AJ Green last year, and they're also a shit team. So this is Fun. this is my like I I would be happy if the Colts did that. So because I think. Brissett if they is drafted a, a quarterback and let Brissett play the first now, I, I don't have any love for any of these quarterbacks outside of the top two. To, so I'm not, I'm not saying it would be great. But if, if for some reason the Colts front office was like, you know what, this guy that at 20 or wherever we're drafting, you know, yeah, uh, we like him. We think he's we, good. We don't we think, think he's. We think yeah. he's got potential, but he's raw, and we want yeah. him to learn. Or, yeah, or like, even if they're like, you know what, we'll trade up to to eight to get this guy. Cause we actually think Herbert's the dude or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Bursette is good enough. And the Colts have a good enough team right now that you could definitely do that. Right. You play Bursette, you let the guy sit, the Colts yeah. win eight, eight to nine games. And then, then you give him the reins tomorrow, next year. Cause you're like, all right, we got a good defense. We got a good running game. Learn. Right. Yeah. No, I, I a hundred percent agree. And, and in but a that's way, the problem that's with the, the, the Bengals team is like, <laughs> They're gonna. They're not gonna win a lot of games this year, regardless of yeah. who they draft. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So Tom Brady, do you know how much money he made last year from the Patriots? I'm gonna say 18 million. Well, he was at 23. So okay. He was More the 14th, a- 14th highest paid quarterback in the league last year. Yeah, yeah. You believe that? Yeah. Drew well, he- Brees. Do you know? How- so he was also 43 he- years old. He Drew Brees. Do you know how much he made last year? 30. Uh, 25. Drew Brees was the 12th highest paid quarterback in the league last year. He was 41. Okay. Do you know who the highest paid quarterback is? Mm. Garoppolo? Is it Garoppolo? Uh, Garoppolo is... Is it... Uh... He's the ninth. He's at wow, 27 really? and a half. He's 29 uh, years old. 27 Carr? and a half. Carr? No. Rodgers? No, Rodgers wow. is the third highest paid quarterback He's 37 years old. He makes 33 and a half per year. Russell Wilson. There it is. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Russell Wilson, 32 years old, 35 million a year. Russell Wilson is your highest paid quarterback. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, number two, one million a hot behind. So 34. And then Rodgers and Goff make 33 and a half. That's crazy. The Goff. Rodgers is 37. Goff is 26. Yeah. Who so, would you rather have for the next three years? <laughs> I'd still rather have Rodgers there five years. I, mean, <laughs> I would do. I so would do, yeah. I would the, do, yeah. The thing about the quarterbacks, though, is like, and this is what's going to happen with Dak. I, I think Dak's a good quarterback. I don't think he's – Dak's not going to win you a Super Bowl unless he's got a good team around him, though. He's he's not on the level yeah. of Mahomes well, or, no, or Rodgers or whatever. No, no quarterback's going to win the Super Bowl without a good team around him. I mean uh, – I mean, I, th- I Even think Mahomes, a couple as have. great as I think he is, he had yeah, Watkins you're right. and But and I, I think and... Dak needs more support than others do, is is all I'm saying. I don't think he I, has I the arm. He doesn't have a cannon. He makes he, questionable decisions sometimes. He's still he was he was what in the top five in the league in passing yards? Like, yeah, he had a I great know. season. They they have yeah. a good offense, but my point is he's gonna get a shit ton of money, right? He is. And and what happens yeah. is is eventually these these guys they make all their money, and if you're good enough, like a breeze, right? Or, or Brady, you're still in the league. Right. And you're like, yeah. well, what do I value at age 38? I've made 
two hundred million dollars. Yeah, you made right? so much. Yeah, money. Am I willing to be? Am I willing to take a five million dollar pay cut a year? Which sounds it is a lot of money, right? But am I willing to do that because I want to play four more years and we need a left tackle or I'm going to fucking die? So, yeah, yeah. right, like that seems like it's not as hard a decision at that point. This, but, this is the Tom Brady you know. decision, so he could make right. thirty a year with the Raiders or whomever, and not maybe have a great team or stick with the Patriots and and have to sacrifice. So I think specifically the person who I'm most curious what happens is is Philip Rivers. Oh really? I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced that Philip Rivers is still a starting level quarterback. Hmm. I think that's, in my, his mind is is he is. That's what I think. I think he is a starting quarterback on a bad team. So like he like could play on Tampa Bay or the Bengals yeah. or Miami or something. But like in his yeah. mind, he's thinking, I want to go to I don't know Minnesota or the Colts or I, I don't. I'm not the saying Colts, these teams. Yeah. yeah, a team that has a good nucleus and 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 i think the colts are probably looking at him like you know i think we're good with Brissett. <laughs> you yeah, know what i mean I, like i think it would be a mistake for the colts to go from Brissett to philip yeah. rivers but yeah, yeah i think he goes to a bad team like maybe he goes to the bengals for a year to mentor burrow or yeah. maybe he goes well to the i think he's gonna go i think he's gonna go to florida because he moved his whole family to florida right and he yeah. like drives he would drive from san diego to la like to do yeah. that so I, I could see him being like, you know what? I'll I'll go play in Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's like, sure, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We, we Jameis yeah. Winston had eye surgery. Yeah, we you don't know if he can throw see it anymore. Like Thirty yards, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what do you think happens to? I think I think there are a few here on this free agent who you have to make the decision: are they starters or are they backups? I think Marcus Mariota is an NFL backup quarterback. I think he might be out of the league soon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, think. yeah. I, I think Philip Rivers is. A I don't even think he's a backup quarter. I don't even think Mariota is a backup. I think Mariota is. Oh, out he's of the a textbook backup. He's the no, guy because that comes he, in. he doesn't throw that well. Like he's a he runner. Comes in. He doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah, that's I, true. I think he's he's your game manager. He doesn't come in and throw interceptions. Is I Alex think, Smith going to play next year? Uh, is I he done? Know. Is he out of the league? He got his leg all fucked up, and yeah. there was talk of having to amputate. Oh, I. Wow. I don't know about Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I don't know if he's a, a starter. I think Teddy Bridgewater is the guy where they draft, you know, number they draft a quarterback at number six overall, and they bring in Teddy Bridgewater to be a veteran mentor. I, that's what I think Teddy Bridgewater is. Yeah, I think I think Bridgewater could still be a starter, man. I do. I think Bridgewater could be a. I mean, he's not that old. I think he's probably like twenty six or twenty seven. Teddy Bridgewater is 27. Yeah. Okay, 27. I, looked, I, looked I think Bridgewater think, could be a starter on a playoff team. That's what I think. Do you think – okay, it could happen. Yeah, on the right team with a good defense and some good playmakers. How about Jameis Winston? What if you put Jameis Winston on the Saints? Mm, I don't think Jameis Winston is good. So, <laughs> I, I – have you seen the memes where he got LASIK eye surgery and then yeah, yeah. all of a sudden there's all the pictures of him squinting to try and look at shit that's far away? I mean, I remember him doing that in in, co- in like uh, college. He'd squint a lot, and and so yeah. dude likes to squint. I don't if, know. if it was really that big of a deal, why didn't he get it three years ago or four? Whatever, you know what I mean? No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with I, you. I think Jameis Winston is short to be out of the league also because yeah, you're you're bad. The thing is, is you don't want to your backup to be a guy that thinks he can start. And I think Jameis Winston would think he could start. You don't That's want your backup. Chiefs, 
Yeah, yeah. the Chiefs backup is Matt Moore. Yeah. Who is, he, if you look up back up in the dictionary, there's Matt Moore. Exactly. And the guy was a fucking high school coach a year ago. Like, And also, you you want a dude that's going to come in and like manage the game. Like, You don't want a dude that just threw 30 interceptions. So, like, I don't know. I think somebody will give Winston a shot, and it'll be like, you know what? Uh, we're, we're good with you. That's yeah. You have guys that are potential starters, and then you have career backups. Those are the two guys in the league. If you're not yeah. a potential starter anymore, and nobody wants you as a backup, like you're going to be out shortly. Who's your textbook? Who's like, if I said name a backup quarterback, who, who's the first guy? Because I got the answer. I always think of Case Keenum. I know he's. <laughs> I know no, he started. You're wrong. No, oh, the really? textbook, the textbook, because no, Case Keenum got signed to be the Broncos starter. Yeah, but... he started this season for the Redskins. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's... Mike Glennon. Huh? No, 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 no. The answer no. is Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's who that's we good. were looking for. Is Chase Daniel? <laughs> is he yeah. still in the league? Oh my God, yeah, dude. Chase Daniel has made like sixty million dollars. God damn it, that's such a good. <laughs> yeah. Chase Daniel was the yeah. textbook backup quarterback. That's, you're right. That was He's a, been in the league for like nine seasons. He started like three games. Chad Henney is still in the league. Is he really? Oh, yeah. He's, he was the Chiefs backup. He has got to be. He's 34. Wow. I thought he was older than that. That's crazy. He, he uh, yeah, he was on some pretty good Michigan team. He was on yeah. the Michigan football team the last time they had a chance to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Shout yes. out for Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Chase Daniel is a. Uh, textbook backup definition quarterback and uh, yeah, that's just yeah. that's man's turned that skill into a lot of money so just to sum it all up i i feel like uh our synopsis though is that you think there's going to be some veteran quarterbacks moving around to some of these teams and you you also think that it would behoove the rookies to sit out a year you're in that i do camp. i think Mariota and winston are going to be Backups. I think Bridgewater and Phil Rivers is going to. Phil Rivers, I think, unfortunately, is going to get a starting job. And in a perfect world, he would be a backup. And uh, I think a lot of these teams are going to go with first round draft picks. And unfortunately, they're going to start them too early. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I agree they're going to start them too early. I just think we disagree on the reasoning. But yeah. anyway, I, w- I mean, doesn't we don't know how it works, but we know that a lot of these guys are going to get drafted. 60% of them are going to suck. And, yeah. you know, probably. If there's one takeaway from this podcast, it's that uh, thank God baseball has a, a villain again. I'm yeah. So excited. Yeah. I think we were more pumped about hating on the Astros than anything that else. Baseball so. needs a national unifier because it's not like football where people care every Sunday. Baseball needs a unifier. And sometimes, yeah. as uh, we had a senior chief in the Navy, a fuckhead that said, well, at least everyone hates me. And uh, that's going to be what the Astros are. They're like our senior chief seeker. Yep. Senior chief yeah. seeker. United oh. RE by hatred. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least everyone hates me. Yeah. yeah. That's what the Astros are going to be. All right. Well, I think uh, I think that's all we want to talk about today. Congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs and Brian Brooks, number one fan. Yeah. Uh, Engaged in, uh, now. Fiance. Yeah. Engaged. Yeah. Has a fiance. Shout out to Miranda. Yeah. yeah. Um, she likes the ring. So that was a win. That's good. the The Super Bowl ring, or oh, the one you got her. I got. Yeah, it. the engagement ring there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's <laughs> very exciting. I'm very pumped for you too. And uh, I guess uh, we'll sign off. We'll, yeah. Uh, this is our trademark Brooks and Raymer sign off. It's uh, known and liked by many, and uh, yeah. that's how we finish these. The podcasts. meandering ending. We'll talk to. You. <laughs>